Good morning. It's a happy Friday. Declare victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, Andrew. This is Rita. Have a blessed Good morning, Friday. Good morning, Rita. Happy Friday, sister. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call this morning? Hear ye this word, which I take up against you, ever a lamentation, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel is fallen. She shall no more rise. She is forsaken upon her land. There is none to raise her up. For thus saith the Lord God, the city that went out by a thousand shall leave a hundred. And that which went forth by a hundred shall leave ten to the house of Israel. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, seek ye me and ye shall live. But seek not Bethel, nor enter into Gilgal, and pass not to Beersheba. Gilgal shall surely go into captivity, and Bethel shall come to naught. Seek the Lord, and ye shall live, lest he break out like fire in the house of Joseph, and devour it, and there be none to quench it in Bethel. Ye who turn judgment to wormwood, and leave off righteousness in the earth. Seek him that maketh the seven stars and Orion, and turneth the shadow of death in the, into the morning, and maketh the day dark with night, that calleth for the waters of the sea, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. That strengtheneth the spoiled against the strong, so that the spoiled shall come against the fortress. They hate him that rebuketh in the gate, and they abhor him that speaketh uprightly. It's a happy Friday at Clear Victory. This is Men's Day. My name is Andrew, who's just joined me on the call. For as much, therefore, as your treading is upon the poor, and ye take from him burdens of wheat, ye have built houses of hewn stone, but ye shall not dwell in them. Ye have planted pleasant vineyards, but ye shall not drink wine of them. For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins. They afflict the just. They take a bribe, and they turn aside the poor in the gate from their right. Therefore the prudent shall he keep silence in that time, 
for it is an evil time. Seek good and not evil, that ye may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Hate the evil and love the good. It's a happy Friday at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew, who's with me on the call this morning. Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Michael. Hey, Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Thank you, sir. Likewise. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie. Happy Good Friday. Morning. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday to you, too. How are things? Things are going well. Yeah, things are going well. I just have to go in for some x-rays today, but everything's going to be okay, so. Okay. We'll keep you lifted. Thank you very much. Good morning, family. It's Sister Veronica. How are you guys? Hey, Sister Veronica. Happy Friday. Good morning. Happy Friday, Sister Eve. And all the the time, God is good. Happy Happy New Year, Sister. Haven't talked to you this year. Good to hear you. Amen. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. We're here to praise the name of the Lord in this very season. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year as well. Good morning, Miss Gwen. Good morning, Sister Gwen. Happy Friday. Therefore, the Lord, the God of the hosts, the Lord saith thus, Wailing shall be in all streets, and they shall say in all the highways, Alas, alas, they shall call the husbandmen to mourning, and such as are skillful of lamentation to wailing. And in all vineyards shall be wailing, for I will pass through thee, saith the Lord. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord, To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light? Even very dark and no brightness in it. I hate, I despise your feast days and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. So ye offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings, I will not accept them, neither will I regard the peace offerings of your fat beasts. Take thou away from me the noise of thy songs, for I will not hear the melody of thy viols, but let judgment run down as waters and righteousness as mighty stream. It's a sobering morning at Declare Victory. My name is Andrew. We are here 
to intercede for the nation. Who's with me on the call? This is Moxie Hey, Brother Andrew, how you doing this Friday morning? Ah, sister, how you doing? Happy oh, Friday. Good. Yes, happy Friday. Just listen to that word. Keep going. Keep going. Yes, ma'am. Happy Friday. Happy good morning, Friday. this is Diane. Hey, Diane. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday, Andrew. Let me jump on up in here, too, then. I'm going to jump on in here and say good morning, then, Brother Andrew. This is Dynamite Diddy. It's Friday, y'all. Let's rejoice and be glad in this day. Hallelujah. Bang, bang, Sister Didi. Happy Friday. Good to hear you. But I want to go, boom. Look. (laughs) Right? Have ye offered unto me sacrifices and offerings? In the wilderness 40 years, O house of Israel, but ye have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch and Chion, your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves. Therefore will I cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, saith the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. Woe to them that are at ease in Zion and trust in the mountain of Samaria which are named chief of the nations, to whom the house of Israel came, pass ye unto Calna and see, and from thence go ye to Hamath, the great, then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Be they better than these kingdoms, or their borders greater than your border? Ye that put far away the evil day, and cause the seat of violence to come near, that lie upon beds of ivory and stretch themselves upon their couches and eat the lambs out of the flock and the calves out of the midst of the stall. That chant to the sound of the viol and invent to themselves instruments of music like David that drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the chief ointments. They are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. Therefore now shall they go captive with the first that go captive. And the banquet of them that stretch themselves shall be removed. The Lord God hath sworn by himself, saith the Lord, the God of hosts, I abhor the excellency of Jacob and hate his palaces. Therefore will I deliver up the city with all that is therein. It shall come to pass, if there remain ten men in one house, that they shall die. The man's uncle shall take him up, and he that burneth him, to bring out the bones out of the house and shall say unto him that is by the sides of the house, is there yet any with thee? And he shall say, no. Then shall he say, hold thy tongue, for we may not make mention of the name of the Lord. For behold, the Lord commandeth and he will smite the great house with breaches and the little house with clefts. Shall horses run upon the rock? Will one plow there with oxen? For ye have turned judgment into gall, and the fruit of righteousness into hemlock. Ye which rejoice in a thing of naught, which say, Have we not taken to us horns by our own strength? But behold, I will raise up against you a nation, O house of Israel, saith the Lord God of hosts, and they shall afflict you from the entering in of Hemeth unto the river of the wilderness. We're here to pray for our nation. 
My name is Andrew. This is the Clear Victory Men's Day. We are at the vanguard, interceding for our souls, for those that don't know him, who's with me on the call. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Aaron. Happy Friday. Thank Good morning. You. Good morning. It's Good morning. Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Prosperous Pam. Thank you. Good morning, Good morning. Sister Priscilla. Good morning, Priscilla. Happy Friday. <laughs> Same to you. According to the clock on the wall, it's time we be about our father's business. So please, ma'am, please, sir, check your phone, activate the mute feature, make sure it's activated. As we proceed, our call is being recorded. We need the call to be as pristine as possible so that no outside noise, no background distraction can take away from the impact that the word of the Lord going forth will have. It may have its way and its due in this season. Hello again. My name is Andrew again. I'm your host for the morning. Thank you for joining us here at Declare Victory. Who are we, you ask? This is who we are. We are a prayer call, and we meet Monday through Saturday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we are here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend or more friends, and they can be blessed too. Today is Friday, Men's Day. Only men are scheduled in the lineup to bless you. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for joining us last month in December, where our monthly theme was entitled Focus. Be sure to keep joining us throughout January, because our new monthly theme is entitled Purpose. We move from focus to purpose. It means all of our declarations will be dealing with purpose and finding and walking out your purpose in the Lord. One announcement is before us today, and one only. Please join us this evening for Friday Night Live. 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling the same number. You will certainly be blessed. Title for the lesson this evening, First Friday. There were no prayer requests made on our online app, but as always, there are many things that we, prayer warriors, intercessors, need to be aware of and bring before the throne of our God. <clears throat> Firstly, we pray for the vulnerable. We pray for the children, still incarcerated, still separated from their parents. And we are praying that they be comforted, protected, and delivered. <clears throat> We're praying for the widow who have their income shrunken, who are separated and isolated due to the pandemic, 
who may be in poor health, who may be in fear, who may not know the Lord. The Lord has a soft spot in his heart for the widow, the orphan as well. We're praying and lifting those children up who have no one that are being cared for by state agencies, foster families who may not embrace them, who may not love them, who may be exploiting or harming them. We're lifting them up. We're lifting up the stranger within our gates, those that <clears throat> are being preyed upon, blamed, treated as scapegoats for all that is wrong. And there is much wrong. We're asking the Lord to provide them with the necessities of life, their safety, and to have his children come to their side to befriend them and show themselves friendly. For the word tells us if a man would have friends, he must show himself friendly. We're praying for the healthcare workers who may in times past have been overlooked, underappreciated, who are at the vanguard of the fight against the pandemic and who are being overstressed, overwhelmed, and underpaid. We're praying that the Lord increase their strength, their steadfastness, their long-suffering, and that they may be rewarded if they faint not. We're lifting up <coughs> marriages and families that are being stressed by the stressful times. We're praying that love abound and much more abound within the walls, within their hearts, within their home. We are praying for jobs, those that are seeking and those that are seeking to keep that which they already have. Again, nothing is promised for tomorrow, but the Lord did promise to see us through. And we're praying for those that don't know him and who feel untethered and hopeless during this time. We are lifting up the leaders in our government. I will say that again. We are lifting up the leaders in our government. In past times, we have been guilty of spending more time getting ready and dressing for church than we have spent praying for our leadership. And the Bible tells us that we need to pray for our leaders so that things go well in the land wherein we dwell. At such a time as this, it's, it's, it's needful for us to remember that we need to intercede for those who have rule over us, those that don't fear God or regard man, those that have and promote systemic bias to harm the widow, the stranger, and the orphan, the sick, the poor. We lift all of these up before the Lord, and we lift each other up. We need each other's strength, and we need to come together because the joy of the Lord is our collective strength, and we need to be strong for a world 
that does not know us, that does not love our God, and does not regard his word. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother E.K. Dawson. The declaration will be rendered by Brother Marcus. That order, once again, prayer and corporate praise will be brought by E.K. The declaration will be brought by Marcus. Immediately following, Marcus will lead us through love, life, and victory and handle comments or further enlightenment from the lesson that he teaches. The scripture for this morning is Acts chapter 13, verse 36. And the word of the Lord reads as follows. Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his ancestors and his body decayed. His Lord had a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. The next voice you hear will be that of Brother E.K. leading us to the throne of grace. My name is Andrew Hart. I now pass the call. God bless you all. Brother E.K., if you're praying, we can't hear you. Lord God Almighty, Lord of heaven and earth, the Lord of hosts, which was and is and is to come, as we bow before your holy throne, Father God, and we humble our spirits, we thank you for this moment right now where we can call upon your name. Father God, we are calling on your name, thanking you for everything that you've done. Father God, we thank you for hearing us this minute. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to call upon your name with that telephone within us that we can just think of your goodness. We can think of your mercy. We think of your protection and your provision. We think of your holiness and we think of your steadfastness, your forgiveness, and just praise your name. All of those attributes in a thousand more or who you are to us, Father God. This is who you've been. This is who you will continue to be. And we thank you, Father, for this moment in prayer, this morning, this time. We need you, Father God. We need you in every aspect of our of our lives. We need you in every facet of our society. Father God, we need you in every inch and every activity of our home. <clears throat> we need you, Father God. We need you to lead the yokemen of your gospel as they shepherd us. Father God, we need you as we fellowship with our fellow believers. Father God, we need you as we lay down and we, we rise up. We need you as we leave and return. We lead you, Father, as we just exist 
and work out our soul salvation with fear and trembling. Father God, we need you as we faint not, as we continue to do well. Father God, as we serve our fellow man and we are responsible for keeping our brother. Father God, we're also responsible for looking after brothers we yet not know who may come and go as friends and as enemies. Father God, we are to love each and every one equally before your throne. Father God, we ask you for the strength to love our enemies. We ask you for the strength and steadfastness to continue to pray for our enemies and not gloat over their demise. For your word tells us when we do, you may take your hand away from the chastening, from the punishment. Father God, we need you. And we call on you this minute, Father, thanking you for everything that you've done for us. Father God, we call on you this minute, asking you to forgive us for our sins. They're manifold, Father. They're ever before you. And there is none to do with good. No, not one. Father God, we're asking you that you clean us and present us faultless before your throne as our advocate continues to advocate for us that our prayers not be hindered. Father God, we need you to hear us this morning, this minute, right now. We need you. We need you in so many areas. We need you for safety, Father God. We need you for safety in our streets. There are elements, Father God, that wish to harm us just because we look the way we do. There are elements that wish to harm us just because we stand where we stand. There are elements that wish to harm us, Father, because they follow their father, the devil. Father God, we need you to protect us. We need you to protect the children. Father God, we need you to protect our leaders. We need you to protect the elderly. We need you to protect those in the hospitals that are being overlooked. Father God, we need you to address the shortage of oxygen and emergency vehicles being told to triage those that they think may not make it and not treat them at all. Father God, the, that abomination where another weighs the worth of the life of the ones they see. Oh, Father God, we need you to regulate. Father God, we need you to fix. We need you to heal and deliver as never before. Father God, we ask that you go into the homes and bathe each one with love, unconditional love, Father, that we may strengthen and lift each other, that the issues outside of the home don't creep into the home and disrupt the harmony, Father God, because the blood has been shed. And it is on the doorposts and the lentils of our heart, Father God, that the chaos may pass over and we huddle in holiness and in strength, knowing that our God is nigh. Oh, Father God, we need you. We need you so much, Father God. We ask that you go before us and you make easy our way, Father God, 
those sacrifices we need to make, Father, give us the strength to bear them in the heat of the day, Father God, with a smile on our face, that we not look afflicted as we go through the land, Father, that we may be good and ready witnesses for those that don't know you, that we can bear up under the strain because the joy of the Lord is our strength and the hope of the Lord is our guide. Father God, we need you. We need you, Father. We don't know what to pray for. Intercede for us through the Holy Spirit, Father God, with groanings that can't be uttered, Father God, that the core need of our desires be met, Father God, according to your will. Father God, we're lifting up those that are bereaved. We're lifting up those that have lost loved ones due to the virus, that pestilence that creepeth through the night. Father God, we lift up those that are under the strain of serving against this pestilence. Oh, Father God, grant them wisdom. Grant them strength, Father God. Grant them steadfastness. Grant them hope, Father God. Draw them closer to your word. Put the impetus to pray for those that don't know you, but could know you through this through this system right now that we face. Put that in the hearts of your intercessors, Father, that they labor and that they not rest in their spirit until they intercede for those that don't know you. Okay, death is creeping near oh so many. We don't know what the next moment may bring. Father God, we don't know how close we are to being in a state of not being able to pray even for ourselves. So Father God, in the moments that we have, please help us to lift each other. Help us to lift the ones that don't love us and don't know us so that we all may be covered under your hand of mighty love. Father God, we need you. We can't do this without you. We can't go another minute, Father, in safety without you. We can't go down the street, Father God, and not be harassed or harmed without you. There are those walking the streets right now, Father, with malice in their heart, wanting to harm just because. Father God, there are those that feel aggrieved and wish to harm and tear down everything around them. Father God, we need you. Only you can protect us, Father God. We know this. And we call out to you, our Father, our Father in heaven, Father God, who has never lost a battle, who has never had to learn anything, who is always there, who will always be there with an arm outstretched to hold and protect Father God, we need you. We need you, Father, to inhabit our praise because your word says that you inhabit the praise of your saints and we are called by your name. We are the called according to your purpose. We stand in the gap, Father, and reach beyond the break of those who are calling on your name and growing weak. We are there for those who are called by your name that are faltering because they're weary, battle fatigued, feel that they're 
their best efforts are not bearing fruit. Father God, we call on your name and humble ourselves and seek your face and repent that you may hear from heaven, forgive our sin, and heal this land. The land is in need of healing, Father God, and we are in need of you. And as we take our phones off mute, we are here to lift your name. Father God, please hear our fervent peace. We need you, Father. Lord God, 
We call
as we go out in this day, Father God. Protect us where we go and help us, Father, to leave that sweet savor of your love to those that see us, to those that interact with us, Father, and understand that we are yours because of the way we love them. Lift us. Stand by us, Father God. We'll praise your name in the gates. These are the blessings we ask in your son Jesus' name. And we thank you for the blood he shed. Amen and amen. I pass the call. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Andrew, for leading us in prayer. And thank you for the greeting. And appreciate everyone else who um, joined in and those that offered up your praise and your prayers this morning. Um, I am grateful to be on the call once again. Uh, I haven't spoken to you all since 2020. Well, it's good to um, share once again. I'm, I'm, you know, let me just say it's good to be in the land of the living. Um, amen. So I'm, I'm blessed, and um, God has been blessing me, and I'm sure that he's been blessing you as well. Um, even if you don't think so, just know that he's still blessing you. He's in the blessing business. God is a blessing God. Amen. Um, let's dive right in. Um, I have something to share with you. Uh, I was inspired by uh, a word that I shared some years ago um, on this call. It's amazing how God um, how God uses uh, uses people. He uses us and directs us in a certain way, um, leads us to certain places that we never thought um, that we would be in. I'm saying that because, and, and I'm already um, kind of into what I want to talk about this morning. Um, as you are making sure that your phone is on mute, um, just double check, triple check, and make sure that your phone is muted and make sure you don't uh, press it on mistake. Uh, maybe you, you know, you don't, you, you start praising God and and accidentally press on mute. Uh, but I'm already in what I wanted to say uh, today, and that is. Um, oftentimes thinking about purpose, um, there's our purpose and then there's God's purpose, right? Um, there's oftentimes where we um, have plans for our lives. We have a direction we want to go in. We have things that we want to do. You know, I don't know about anybody else, but I had actually had some ideas when I was a child, a little child. I had some ideas of how my exact life would go, um, uh, 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 how many kids I would have, uh, the type of person I would marry, the type of house I wanted to live in, um, how many cars I wanted to drive, what kind of job I wanted to, to work. I wanted to be uh, a professional singer and do this, 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 and that, and be, you know, on stages and go across this direction and that direction, right? And, 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 and all of it um, was centered on me, what I wanted. <laughs> but oftentimes, God's plan, mm, God's plan and his purpose for our lives uh, uh, directs us into stuff that will bless others, um, that will that will do something for those around us. Um, he even directs us, uh, guides us to meet and run into people who seem to do us evil, right? Um, and and we think oh, that's the devil, but actually, um, the leading of the Lord will sometimes lead you down a dark path. The leading of the Lord will often lead you 
um, into dark places, into hurtful areas. Um, and, and it's not that God is trying to make you blind. It's not that God wants you to not be able to see. It's not that God wants you to be hurt. It's that all that stuff was necessary. All the steps you took were necessary. I'm already in it. I don't know what you're waiting for, but I'm already here. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> God, God, the, all of that was necessary for you to get where you are now. And and I don't know about anybody else, but as I look back, and I'm not even trying to be cliche-ish, but as I look back over my life and I think things over, um, not only do I have a testimony, but I begin to see how the plan that I had uh, didn't even compare um, to 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 what God had for me. Um, let's let's do this, shall we? Let's do this. I didn't mean to say all that, but let's do this. I want to talk to you about my fruitful experience, um, something I shared some years ago, but I'll, I just want to remix it and bring it on up to today. My fruitful experience. Uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I really love fruits. I do. I love fruits. Y'all love fruits? Y'all love fruits like I love fruits? I do. I like fruits. I love them a lot. Some of my favorite fruits are oranges, pineapples, mangoes, strawberries, and cantaloupes. I, I don't think I like mangoes as much as I like um, uh, kiwis and watermelon. Watermelon is great without the seeds, of course. Um, I, you know, I could do without the seeds. Now, some people just eat the whole watermelon and take the seeds in too, but not me. I'm, you know, I, I, I think it's just a thought thing. I think it's just a mental thing that if I eat the seed, you know, it might grow something inside of me. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. But one of my absolute favorite fruits of all time is an apple. Yes, I love apples. Oh, my God. You know, man, um, there's some good apples out there. Uh, Fiji apples. Oh, my God. Oh, give me a good honey crisp. Oh, my goodness. Crispy and tender on the inside. Oh, my goodness. Apples come in a variety of ways, right? And even some are green. I like those, too. Like, they're the granny apples that have a little bit of sourness, but just enough sweetness to balance it out. And then there are the golden delicious apples. And these have a softer outside, but still deliciously sweet on the inside. So one day I went into the refrigerator and I grabbed a beautiful red apple. It wasn't huge. It was actually kind of small. So I bit into this piece of red yummy goodness and tasted how sweet it was. And it was a perfect balance of sweetness with a juicy white center on the inside and a crispy red skin on the outside. The taste was absolutely amazing. Now, I know what you're saying, Marcus. Why in the world would you waste my time? You started out pumping me up, getting me off, inspired, talking about God's direction and his plan. And now, here we go, 6 something in the morning, you're going to start talking about some fruit. Really? Fruits, trees, and seeds. Well, just to be very clear, I'm really talking about you. I'm talking about you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. So think of yourself as a fruit for a moment. As I shared earlier, there are many, many different kinds of fruits, just like there are many different kinds of people. So each person looks different and tastes different. And some people will be more like a cantaloupe, you know, hard and scaly shell but smooth and sweet goodness on the inside, right? Some are like pineapples, spiked, 
hard and complex on the outside and juicy, soft, and sweeter than sweet on the inside. But that's not really the good part of what I wanted to share. I know that's, that's a shout moment. Man, man, somebody's probably saying right now, man, that'll preach. Yeah, it, it will. But, but, but here's where, here's what really got my attention. As I was eating the apple, um, I began having some aha. And, and so, you know, I can't share them all, but here are some of the ones that stand out most. Here is the first one. I finished that small but delicious apple, and I reached back in the fridge and decided that I needed another one. As I reached in and pulled out the next one, I noticed the next one had a little brown spot on it. And, there, you know, there are times when we take a look at ourselves and we realize we have some small rotten spots in us, right? It's hard to deal with sometimes but it's, uh, because if you don't take a look, you won't see it, right? But everyone else around you sees it. And there are some people in your life right now who have been like worms that have crawled through you uh, and, and made little holes in you. Uh, and you do know that an apple lasts longer Listen to this, when it hasn't been pierced through the skin yet. Yeah, yeah. All apples begin to rot at some point. But it happens faster when the inside has been exposed. So what, I have a question. I want you to think about this. And maybe some of you all can talk about this in the Love, Life, and Victory portion. What have you been exposed to that's making you or has made you rotten? I want you to think about this. What have you been exposed? Because a lot of times we get into love, life, and victory, and then, you know, like it's, it's time to speak and nobody says nothing. So I'm gonna give you something to ponder on right now. What have you been exposed to that's making you or has made you rotten? What worms have you allowed to get under your skin and crawled out and have caused some rotting? Yeah, I want the brave people to prepare to speak on that uh, in, a, in a few minutes. So here's another aha I had as I was um, enjoying my beautiful, lovely apple. I grabbed a knife and I carefully cut the tiny brown spot off, making sure that I cut beneath the surface so I could get the little bit of the brown away from the rest of the greatest invention ever. ever. Let me tell you, let me just, let me, let me remind you, I'm talking about you, right? So you are God's greatest invention. Yes, you. You might not think you matter, but God does. So he will take his knife of the word and cut away the rotten spots so it doesn't cause the rest of your sweetness to be affected. He removes the worms so there's no more digging through you. Yeah. Because God doesn't want you to become completely rotten through and through. Here's another question to ponder. Maybe you all can talk about this as well. Um, I know it hurt at the time, but I want you to think about a time when God removed some, some worms out of your life. When he removed, uh, cut some stuff out of your life. He removed, maybe that worm was a job. Maybe that worm was a relationship. Maybe that worm uh, was something that, that you put in your life. 
that God had to cut out of you so you wouldn't you wouldn't complete come become completely rotten. Yeah. So I want you to think about that. What are some things God has removed from your life um, so that you wouldn't become completely rotten? And so here's another aha. Uh, the, 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 one of the most powerful thoughts of all, in my opinion, I began to think about the sweetness of this apple and how it originated. And apples are not a food that requires you to mix it with other ingredients, nor do they need any seasoning or flavoring. Now, I know you think, really? Um, you know, we, we, we do that with apples to make apple pie or to make different things, you know, apple dumplings and, you know, different stuff like that. Um, it's, it's not something you have to cook or stir or even boil to create, right? You simply take the seeds from it and plant those seeds into the earth and water it. And it'll eventually grow a tree that will grow more delicious apples. So, so, so as I was enjoying the apple, I said out loud, how did something this sweet and delicious grow from the dirt? How? When we think of dirt, we think of negativity and messy stuff. And that's true. Dirt can be nasty and filthy. And, and here's the crazy thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is good. It's not meant to be eaten. Yeah, dirt is not meant to be eaten. It's really not good for you to eat on its own. Yeah, dirt even has a purpose. Dirt has many essential elements that are necessary to help things grow. Look at that. Dirt is made up of a bunch of stuff mixed together like rocks, sand, clay, and organic matter, none of which is good to eat, but the things that grow from the dirt are. You matter to someone your life can be better than what it is if you allow it to grow in good soil. The more elements that are in the soil or the dirt, the more growth that will come out of it. Okay? Um, I, 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 uh, I, I heard a song by Mary Mary from the album The Sound, and it says, funny thing about a garden Beauty lives within its gates. Bugs and thorns and weeds, they grow there, but they all help to create. That's good right there. That's good. That's good. Bugs and thorns and weeds, they grow there, but they all help to create. Vivid color variations, sweet aromas and sensations. Realize under it all something not so beautiful, but we all, and here's the good part, need a little bit need a little bit, need a little bit of dirt to grow. We need a little bit, we need a little bit, need a little rain to wash our souls. We need a little bit, need a little dirt to grow. So remember the worms I mentioned in the beginning? You, knew, you do know that worms live in the dirt, right? Right? And they are also helping you grow. Ha! Huh. I, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I didn't even mean to to do that, but 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 here, let me just add this. Oh man, wow, that's good. Um, wow. So the worms, wow. Some apples get worms in them, and some don't. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that just dawned on me. Um, the worms 
really aren't meant to go through the fruit. Um, they're just meant to be in the dirt. Um, <laughs> they're a part of the elements that help <laughs> the fruit grow. Um, they're not supposed to go through the fruit, but they're attracted to the fruit because of its sweetness, because of its um, beauty, because of what it be, what it's becoming. And so, ooh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, wow. Some apples get worms in them and some don't. And it's okay. But one thing is for sure, everybody gets rotten sometimes. So we just need our God to cut away at us sometimes so we can get those rotten places out of us. And when he cuts away at us, unlike the apple, God will replace those rotten places with a fresh, sweet part that fits like a missing puzzle. Now, I know I talked about you, and I talked about um, how God um, wants to, um, to repurpose you and wants to cut out the rotten places so you don't become rotten through and through. So let me just kind of bring this um, into perspective. I know there is so much craziness going on right now in the world. I know that the current president, every time you turn around, um, he seems to just do something crazy. And every time you turn on the news, there's something else that he said or done um, that's making us go, what in the world? And who does that, right? And I know we have so many things that seem so very unfair and unbalanced and so many corrupt things going on in our society, this country and this world. But if you get nothing from this declaration, hear this. Don't let the corruptness around you get in you. I'm going to say that again. Don't let the corruptness around you get in you. You know, when we first got when I when I jumped on this call this morning, I heard joy and power and happiness and 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 exuberance. I heard excitement. Um, and, and, and that uh, is what attracts people, that beautiful, round, uh, crispy-looking outside leading to the tender inside, that excitement. Um, don't allow the, the, the craziness in our world, the corona, the, the, the issues with, you know, the conspiracies and on all of the, you know, election uh, debates and all of this other stuff and, you know, whether Joe Biden's going to do a good job, whether he's not, whether he's not even going to make it through his presidency, whether Kamala will end up taking over and probably people will probably threaten her and whether, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, whether privileged people uh, get more than, than what unprivileged people get. All of that will continue to happen around us, but it doesn't mean it has to get in us. Don't allow the dirt that helps you grow to be something that rottens you. Mm. Don't allow the worms that's crawling around you to get in you. Don't allow the dirt to become a part of you. Just let it help you grow. Let me put it to you like this. Romans 12 and 12, the NIV says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So do not conform, do not become like the world, 
to the pattern of this world. Don't do so much the things they do, you know, the behaviors that are not okay. And don't be transformed, but, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed. Change. And how do we make that change come? By renewing your mind. So every day, get up, find yourself a good quote, read a scripture, um, meditate. Uh, if meditate, meditation is great. Um, uh, uh, you know, read an affirmation. Um, get with some people that can remind you, girl, you awesome. Uh, man, you, you are great. You know, you, want, you need people around you to cheerlead you, right? And then the rest of scripture says, then you will be able to test and prove what God's will, uh-oh, will, there it is, purpose is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let me give it to you in the Living Bible version. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but be a new and different person with fresh newness in all you do and think. Then you will learn from your own experience how his ways will really satisfy you. Okay, all right, that wasn't good enough for you. Let me, let me just... Let me just, uh, for lack of a better way of saying this, let me just cuss you out with the message version. Here we go. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit, it, you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-informed maturity in you. All I'm trying to say is this. I, I pray and hope um, that you um, allow God to, to keep you shining because right now this world needs to see a beautiful, crispy, shiny, red, if you, if you, if you will, go with me, uh, tender on the inside example of how we respond to the world's um, angst and the issues and challenges that are happening in our day right now. Will you be that? Um, that's all I have. Let's jump right into love, life, and victory. What you got? Who's on the call? Come through. Good morning. Thank you. This Good that morning. message was such a blessing. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Good morning, you. Mark. It's, it's Diane. Great declaration. And it's so timing. I uh, facilitate a class on Friday, and we have fellowship today. And I said, God, so what subject do you want me to talk on today? to give the ladies, and this helped me so much. I just appreciate your word. I appreciate you each time you get on the call. Great decoration and a great life application. Thank you. Praise God. Bless you. Good to hear your voice. 
Hey, Marcus. Hey there. Hey, baby Diane. Thank you for uh, if who you are, Lisa. Marcus, thank you for this here this morning. And as you were speaking, I was thinking about how um, some of us. Well, let me talk about me. When you get uh, tied up, or you you don't even realize that maybe there's a we all we all know about bitterness and unforgiveness. But I think if we really study more, um, like for me, that word resentment when you were speaking. I know so many of us would be more free, even in our spiritual walk, if we would really think about some things that we've gotten attached to. And it goes to soul ties. It goes to, like, hurt. But hurt, all of that, if you are, um, if you're, there's a root and there might be a root of resentment, you got to really undig that, you know, dig it up and really go to God on it. And, you know, we can pray. We can get on these calls. I was just telling my mother yesterday, there's a lot of um wounded people still walking around because they haven't really dealt with what's dealing with them. So this morning, I just thank you. Um, I always love when you teach because like Diane said, when you have other uh, things that you're working on and I'm preparing for Friday Night Live, you just gave me a whole nother way to share. So I love you, brother. And I'm so grateful that we are in 2021 together as a brother and sister. And now I still got to get my workout onto your phone. So just thank you for who you've been to me. I love you so much. Bless you. Love you, too. And you were talking about me, too, so it wasn't just you. <laughs> good, mother, uh, good morning, Brother Marcus. It's Miss D. Great hearing you this morning. Good morning. Thank you for that analogy about the worm and how the worm helps grow and also is attracted to the fruit. You know, life has circumstances that come up to help us to grow. And uh, it really made, made me think about I am the vine and you are the branches. And if you are connected to me, if you remain in me and I remain in you, then you bear good fruit. You know, being connected to that root and how worms can be at the root of something and be eating away things that aren't any good. You talked about that dirt. I love that analogy about the dirt. I remember as a child eating dirt. Thank God I'm still here. <laughs> no telling what was in that stuff. But I thank God because we need that dirt to grow. So those challenging things that bruise us and cause us to have some places that need to come out also create the growth and the beauty and the fruit. Thank you so much. God bless you. Great hearing you again. Amen. You too, Ms. D. You know what? You just made me think of something else. Um, isn't it? Isn't it funny how... Um, we take something that we, we, we take something inside of us and, and, and then we realize it, it wasn't good for us. So we end up throwing it away, but we didn't, but we, well, without realizing that we didn't need it inside of us, we needed it outside of us. Wow. I just, wow. <laughs> yeah. Every wow. time you say, wow, I was saying, wow, with you. <laughs> It's like those new, that, that, that's that revelation of thought that takes us further into considering deeply, richly what we've heard and how deep it goes, yeah. and it begins to manifest itself in so many different ways. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Good morning. It's nourishing. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm still recovering from pneumonia, but thank you. I needed that. Thank you so much. No problem, and I'm praying that you get full recovery. Amen. Good to hear your voice. Yo, yo, yo. 
Yo, 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 what's up? Uh, Marcus, man, great, always great to hear your sound, man. Uh, way to represent for the men on this Friday. Um, um, awesome analogies. You know, I was sitting here, I was thinking, you know, you, you were talking about the dirt and everything. It, it brought me back to a sermon uh, uh, an old pastor talked about when he broke down everything in the body. He broke down and he said, you know, when you break down a human body and all its essentials, it it <clears throat> it would come up to like a dollar and fifty cents worth of, of, of what makes us. And you know, you talked about dirt and everything and then I was thinking about that uh uh when Miss D was talking about how eating dirt and you know how you drop something on the ground and you know you used to say, God made dirt and it don't hurt, put it in your mouth and let it work. <laughs> And then I thought about, you know, we talk about this dirt and, and how and how dirt makes us grow, but essentially it, God's greatest invention, which you said, was made from dirt. Ain't that right? Right. Because we go back in Genesis and say God formed man from from, from, from the from the dirt of the earth. So we start from dirt. Our purpose in life is 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 is, is to do what God wants us. But to all ultimately know that, you know, um, from the dirt you came, from the dirt you will return. So thank you for, uh, once again for the declaration. Amen. Bless you, brother. Really. Good to hear your sound, sir. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning. It's Latasha. Good morning, Latasha. Um, good morning, Declare Victory. You had asked a question um, during the declaration, and the question you asked was, "What have um, well, what have I been exposed to that has made me rotten?" And for me, my normal personality—I'm like normally sweet, <laughs> you know—but um, there has been some things that I have been exposed to, like injustice, feeling like I haven't been treated fairly. Um, currently, I am in a situation that is. Um, testing where I have to advocate and um, basically fight for justice for uh, myself and my child. So um, just speaking up and um, speaking up and saying, "Hey, this 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 isn't right, and this needs to be done." It was it, it came off at I felt like. It was just anger attached to it because I just held my peace for so long. And I'm being transparent, but it's needed for me. Um, I just held my peace for so long and I didn't address it, but it just came to a head. And I'm like, this just ain't right. Something needs to be done about this. And I was like, okay, is this, you know, is it some resentment there or is it just time? Like enough is enough. So um, I hope that made sense. And thank you for your declaration. Hey, and thank you for sharing, um, for for sharing that. And I just want to pray for you. What's your name again? Latasha. Latasha, I just want to pray for you because I I can sense and I can hear um, that you know from what I from what I gather you're you're still dealing with it. And so let me just say a word of prayer for you and the situation you're dealing with, because I know what it's like to, you know, to deal with some injustice, dealing with your kids, because, I, you know, me and my kids, look here, don't play. So 
Um, let me say some more, uh, a word of prayer for you. Father God, um, I'm coming on behalf of Latasha right now. God, you know everything about the situation. God, the important thing is that you know the entire thing, the ins and outs, the, even the parts that Latasha doesn't understand and the parts that don't make sense to her. And God, I just pray, God, that you would bring some uh, understanding, God, that you would bring some closure, that you would bring a fair resolution, God, that you would bring justice um, to this situation, God, that you would cover and protect her children, uh, God, that uh, you would cover and protect her sanity right now in the middle of this situation, give her peace, give her comfort, even in the middle of it, God, that you would rebuke the enemy on every hand, that he will not have the victory, God, but that Natasha will come back to this call and declare um, a victorious testimony of how you brought her out of it. And she'll give you all the praise and all the glory. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm believing God with you, sister. Good morning, Marcus. This is Gwen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We have on the line for a while. It's crazy how the Lord got me on the line. I must have had about three dreams about Dion last night. It's like every time I went to the bathroom, go back to sleep. I was like, oh, my God, I must be having me to get on the line. So, uh, praise God, I, I, your your declaration was awesome and, and very true. Uh, it brought to my mind a situation I was in. I think it's been like five years now that I went through three years of depression. And during the course of that depression, I attracted a whole bunch of crap. You know, so, you know, fruit ain't always sweet. Sometimes it's rotten. And it, it attracts things that are not. Uh, are you still there? Because I, I messed up. I touched my phone. No, I'm here. I'll hear you. You're good. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> the Lord had delivered me from a particular individual. Man, man, I hadn't talked to this person in, in almost 20 years as a female. And uh, it, it wasn't good back then, but something about the depression, depression, you know, misery loves company. So, you know, I looked her up and, you know, she, not good. And I won't go into details as to her not being a, a, a good person in my life. But the thing is, the woman had so many qualities that I lacked. You know, I was an introvert. So, you know, but she was very extroverted, very, very friendly, although the things that she talked about may not have been the best of stuff. But she, I, I admired that about her. And um, just during the COVID season, she passed away, and I do believe she passed away from COVID. But I had, you know, she had said one thing to me uh, during the course of hanging out with her that caused me to get her out of my life, you know. And I hadn't spoken to her for over a, a year, year or two. And when she passed, forgive me, Lord Jesus, I was not grieving. But, you know, of course, I didn't wish evil on nobody. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But what I came to realize was that what God was working in me during the course of my depression was like a caterpillar going into a cocoon and coming out like a butterfly. You know, the, the qualities that she had stuck with me where I became very extroverted, very friendly. And, you know, there were some other things about her that were really good. And I had to realize that, that you know, all things, and sister that was just on the line, all things work together for good for those who love him. So there, as you spoke, you know, you know that dirt 
is necessary for him to even create a new person in Christ. Amen. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And thank you for that, for sharing that. Thank you for being so brave to share that. I appreciate it. Hello. Hello. Did you hear me? Yes. Hey, hi, everybody. It's my mom. You know, that, thank you for that declaration. I love it. I, I love it. And what I love most, I can tell how you were talking about the feet, how much you loved it. I was just like, you had me hooping and hollering and just smiling. I was just like, go ahead, Walter. You can tell you love you. But um, even the question, you know, um, of, you know, what have I allowed to, um, I mean, about writing me. And, and I really thought about it, even uh, how you described the apple, you know, the, 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 the shiny, beautiful apple. I was like, you know, wow, because I attracted a lot of worms, you know, um, but it's just so beautiful, you know, because I was thinking about that, the disobedience, the, the addiction, the bitter and angry, you know, the low self-esteem, the shame, all those things that had gotten me to rot me. But God, oh, glory be to God. Oh, God, but when, 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 he, when he introduced me to the Holy Spirit, what was that, that that was in me? That's what I thought about. What about that? You know, exposing those worms, getting the worms up out of me. You know, glory, I was just like, look at God. So at, at the same time, knowing that, wow, even how you described this of, of the apple, the big apple, I'm still that, I'm still the light in the fall of the world. I'm still that shining big apple. So the, the worms are still coming. They're still going to attract to me, but we don't have to be, you know, i got to renew my mind every day. I love everything about your declaration. You really help in just how you put it, how you put it and how you described it and, the, you know, how I was able to, even to go into the imaginative of, you know, being that apple and being that huge, you know, being connected to the vine and knowing the truth of his word, you know, of who I am and, and that he, only he can uh, clean those worms and get those things out of me. So, I just everything about it, um, Marcus. Thank you so much for that declaration. Bless you. Thank you. I'm glad it blessed you and you got something out of it. Amen. I definitely did. <laughs> awesome. Good morning, Brother Marcus. Happy Favor Friday. This is Good Michelle. Morning. Uh, your declaration was so awesome and you know as you walk through the apples I could see myself in the produce department you know deciding which today which one do I want because um, I eat them so many different ways but that was a perfect analogy perfect life applicating um, word for us and just thank you I mean for I, I so I love Mary Mary but I don't remember that verse I'm gonna have to go find that one because it made so much sense and as a little girl watching you know helping my my grandmother in the garden and just how she was so creative in her garden and the things that were important to her and you know when it was little bugs on the greens and stuff she was like just leave it alone they ain't gonna eat them all up just leave them alone so it's just it was it was perfect it just brought back so many memories and um just help me to remind me that um, we all are, but I myself are um, am an apple in God's eye. So I thank you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Yep, yep, yep. And you know, sometimes 
we don't really hear the lyrics um, in songs um, until we actually like slow it down and actually read them. You know, that's what gets me sometimes. Like I'll be like, "What? That song said that?" Yeah, it's crazy. I used to be like me, Marcus. I always change the words anyway. You said what? <laughs> I always change the words anyway. Everybody's like, they don't say that. I'd be like, oh, that's what I heard. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, and Marcus, y'all not real songstresses. If he was a real artist, you'd get him all. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> right. And I was just going to say, mad. you know, me. When I work the media um, at the church, I make sure when we put, you know, we put the words on the screen so you can sing the words and, you know, not just, you know, listen to the music, but you need to see the words in order to see what they're singing about. If you're going to be dancing to the music you, and agreeing to the words, you need to know what you're agreeing to and, and you know, applying that. So, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Good, good, good. Anybody else have anything? Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sylvia. Thank you so much for your declaration. I I learn so much every single time I get on this call, and I'm I'm trying to catch everything and writing notes and and this is a just wanted to share what what I got what it pertained what I got out of it for myself. Um, you know, you you said, um, you know, um, first of all, you talked about a lot of things, but what I wrote down is the, about, I wrote this down, worm, <clears throat> worms removed. That's what I put down. And uh, one of them is uh, domestic violence leading to resentment. As a child, just like you talked about, I had a plan, uh, becoming a journalist, marrying, having children, writing books. I remember in class just doodling, you know, what my wedding dress would look like and, you know, the whole white picket fence and all that. Uh, imagination just ran wild. I suppose I've been paying attention, of course, to the teacher, but, you know, this is just my imagination as a child and my, just visioning. Um, never thought, you know, that things would go the way that they did, um, but they did. And I know that you said something in the beginning about um, – Sorry, I have it right here. You said something in the beginning about all that was necessary to get to where I am today. Our purpose versus God's purpose. The plan that I had didn't even compare to what God had for me. And so with all that said, you know, listening, sorry, to your declaration, all the plans I had, you know, went in a different direction. Uh, Again, I mentioned domestic violence leading to resentments that, you know, made me rotten for a long time. Uh, Addiction, you know, leading to suicidal thoughts, uh, worthlessness, fornication, you name it. Those were all the worms that were there but have since been removed. And so once I I learned that God forgave me for everything that I had did and all my sins, you know, then it was easy for me to forgive others and to let them, you know, take that away um, so that, you know, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Um, the other thing uh, he said the, about the world being in a mess, I'm really happy that I was able to, and still to this day, to turn it all off. 
um, I have seek refuge in God this whole pandemic, before the pandemic. And so a lot of people will call and I'll stop them. Like, okay, I didn't listen to it. I, you know, I don't want to hear it unless somebody's dropping a bomb next to my house and I need to get out. I don't want to get caught up in all of this worldly mess. So I'm keeping out of the dirt, which, because that, you know, the dirt helps me to grow. So I just shut it all off, detach from it. And then finally, um, I wrote down, all of us are rotten sometimes. You said that. And so I was sitting there thinking, well, wow, when, when have I been rotten? Am I rotten now? Um, I have, um, you know, family members that are close to me that are like, you know, you say that you're Christian, you say that you're spiritual, but this is what I see. This is what I believe, you know. And so I go, well, what is it about me that they see that I don't see? Um, so what about when you can't see your rottenness, but others who are close to you accuse you of being rotten and not a true Christian? Like say somebody say something and piss you off and just hang up the phone because you don't want to deal with it. And they come back and say, well, wow, that wasn't very spiritual. And then next thing you know, there's just chaos that was already there just builds up in the family. So that's just some of the things that I'm dealing with. But I really appreciate your declaration because I know that um, God has, you know, picked me up and dusted me off and allowed me to not just be in the dirt but roll in the dirt to the point where when he thought time, when I was ready to receive his blessing and be saved, that's when I was able to pluck those worms away. So thank you so much for your declaration. Wow, thank you. That was a lot. That was That was good. And I can tell you um, weren't just hearing it, but you were actually um, taking notes and taking it in and, and pondering over it. So, man, blessings to you. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Well, all right. It's okay if you don't. Now, listen, um, I do want to say this as we're closing, um, and that is, uh, I think it's, I think it's worth being repeated that uh, it's important that we do not allow um, what's around us to get in us um, or to become a part of us, but don't throw it away and understand that what's around us is necessary um, to get us to where we're going, first of all, and to also to help us be the light. So just because there's darkness doesn't mean uh, that it has to shut our light off. Let's let's shine bright. Let's shine brighter than ever before. Let's be let's let's be the you know let's let's show the world our passion and our purpose in the middle of this pandemic. Let's show um, the world that yes, you can still have joy. Um, when there's craziness all around. And so I pray for each and every person on this call that God uses you in ways that you never imagined he would in a time that seems like it's impossible. Um, I pray that, that you let him shine through you and be the best um, example of crisp, shiny, red, crispy, good, tender goodness in all this crazy, rotten, mixed up world. And understand that there's even some goodness in all of this craziness as well. Um, blessings to all of you. Y'all pray for me as I pray for you. And 
look forward to hearing, uh, look forward to, to seeing what God is doing with all of you. And blessings to you. Don't forget about Friday Night Live tonight, 6 o'clock. Bless y'all. Have a good day. God bless you. Happy Friday, Friday, everyone. Happy Friday, everyone. Have a good day. Bah, a good day.
True.